Blog Talk Radio. Jamie Rock. This is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Man, I got to tell you, uh, here in the studio tonight, it is hot. It is hot. For those who um, have been following my blog and whatnot, yes, the, uh, the it looks like the capacitor went out in our uh, central air unit, and um, which is, you know, not a big deal to replace, uh, you know, once you figure it out, but um, you got to order the part. That's the killer thing with all this Amazon uh, orders and, and what have you. Um, you got to wait for that part to come in. And uh, so, you know, I mean, really, we were looking at a uh, – we're going to get to the show in a second, but I just wanted to catch everybody up because uh, I got some emails on it. We were looking at a, a, six, a $16, $17 fix versus having the tech come out. Now, they have them, um, but they'll charge you $300 to do it, and I am cheap. I'd rather spend that $300 doing something else, man, something else. Um, well, part of it I'd like to spend on our guest's brand new album today. It is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. We have returning guest, uh, guitar aficionado, uh, a master of the instrument, Mr. Darren, Darren Michael Boyd, calling in all the way from, I believe, Ottawa, Canada, right, Darren? Yeah, yeah, Ottawa, Canada. We don't need... Uh central air yet <laughs> we don't need air conditioning no. right now we're, we're it's it's starting to feel a bit like spring but there's still some snow on the ground and heat's still on yeah i gotcha i gotcha well you know yeah. i did notice a nice northernly uh cool breeze happened right when you called in so um you know we've got all the windows <laughs> and doors and everything open here so I think you brought it okay. with you, um, which is a good thing. Yeah. Which is a good thing. It is. Uh, it has been crazy, you know. And of course, I, I got to tell you, I'm, your life's probably like this too, like mine. I imagine, you know, I've got um, three big commission paintings that um, I've got to finish. Uh, that I, you know, the, the client is very. They're not being a pain in the neck or anything, but they're just very excited. They uh, they they want their paintings. <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm they, cracking the whip a little bit, and um, it's just been too dang hot in here to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, it, it's the end, you know, and it's so funny. My wife just texted me uh, before the show, and she said, hey, my friend at work has a um, – because, see, we have – I kept – when we bought the house, I kept – it was all window air conditioners, um, which I sold them all except one little one that I kept just for emergencies. So the bedroom has, you know, I was able to put the window air conditioner in there. So the cat, the wife got to sleep well, you know, me too. Uh, it was nice last yeah. night, but in the studio, it's, it's warm. And so she texts me and she goes, yeah, my friend has a, uh, you know, one of them standing air conditioners, those freestanding, and they're, I would bring it home for you for the studio, you know, so when you do your show, I'm like, well, that's great. What time do you get off work? 10 o'clock. Okay, that's, I didn't say anything bad. I was like, I can't wait to get home. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a the paintings will be done tomorrow. <laughs> what are those yeah. deals? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. man. It's yeah. just, I tell you, it's not the heat down here. It's the humidity. It's just crazy. Just crazy. But yeah. so yeah. it's all hot here. And I said, well, I need, you know, to be cooled down. Let me um, just put on some, uh, some great metal guitar uh, music, you know, uh, from Daryl yeah. Michael Boyd. Uh, brand new album, um, Last Scene in Canada is the name of the album. And I said, let's yeah. put that on. So I put it on, and I'm like, this is making it hot in here because my face is melting off. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, fantastic well, work, as yeah. always, Darren. I mean, this oh, album is phenomenal. I, I really – I was excited about this one because um, – you know, I mean, it's the same. Every artist, every time they put something out, it's like, this is the best one, you know. And I think most of the time when artists say that, they sincerely mean it. Like, they really feel that it is. Right. It doesn't mean everybody else is going to think that. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought this one has just a little bit more. Like, as time goes on, each one of these albums, it kind of becomes more, it's like finding your voice, you know. And I think now I'm excited about the next one, <laughs> but that's always the way. But oh, this one, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I'm really proud of it. I think it's 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 like me, I guess. Yeah. You are one of those artists who's a true, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody else um, because I, I know a lot of musicians that are they're the true musicians. But you really are, you know. I mean, you um, uh, you bring it. I. I can't remember the name of this guy. There's a video cast I, I like watching. I'm not in the music business. I don't write music. I don't write songs. This guy's whole, he's an uh, older guy, I guess, my age probably. Um, and he does a video cast uh, about uh, metal music, <laughs> you know, um, particularly okay, bands yeah. and stuff like that. And and he's kind of, he's, he's funny to watch because he's a little harsh. Um, and, you know, he's, <laughs> Excuse going off his last one about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was going off about, you know, you don't need to write a 14-minute song um, that has no hook, you know, with, um, yeah. what did he call it, riffs ballad. Because you don't need 87 riffs in one song, you know. And it was <laughs> yeah. funny because, you know, I watched that. And not that, you know, this guy's probably an expert. I, I give him the benefit of the doubt on it. Uh, but I, I watch it because it's funny. And then, um, you know, we decided we were going to do the show or whatever, and um, and, and I got your your album, and I, I I call it up and I put it up and I'm like, hey, there's no 14 minute songs on here with 87 guitar riffs. No, I think Darren knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, well, it's funny because that, that's exactly it. I mean, th- thank you for the the compliments for one thing. I do appreciate that, and I I, I will say. Um, that that's that's the thing. I, I my songs barely make it to four minutes sometimes, and I just feel like, um, you know, a lot of them aren't even that. Like just two minutes and a bit. And I think it, it's if I felt like it could be longer, then that's what I would do. But sometimes I go, oh, well, okay, I said what I needed to say, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be rush or something. You know, where I'm. Right. doing something really progressive and trying to be clever. I just want to write good songs that people can enjoy while they're painting or, you know, I've had students send me messages, you know, from 
college or university or whatever saying that they love listening to the albums when they're studying, you know, and that's, or, you know, people are driving or whatever. It's instrumental music, so you don't have to really pay much attention to, well, there are no words, so. But yeah, you're you're right, Darren. You know, it is instrumental track. Um, Sorry, folks, Darren cut out there for a second, but I think he's back. Um, Yep, I'm here. But they're very. There's some great hooks in there, man. I like listening to, and I'm, and I remember it. You know, um, I yeah, am telling yeah. you, we're gonna play some music. But even track one, there goes the world. I mean, right out of the gate, that's got a cool little hook on it. You know, it's. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is very pleasing to the ear to listen to. I like. Yeah, it. Well, it's got. They gotta have some melodies in there, right? I mean, riffs mm-hmm. are cool, but. Um, they're, again, these are like kind of like pop songs, right? You got to have more than just a guitar riff or a guitar solo. To me, anyway, I want I want something that you can kind of hum along to, and and uh, yeah. So I think most of that has at least segments of that. It's kind of structured like songs if they if there were lyrics and vocals going on. It is great structure, great structure. Uh, <laughs> Well, and you've been doing this, you know, what now, about three months? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you, you've been at this uh, quite a while. This is the third full album. And um, let me ask you this, because, and you probably get this, I don't mean to annoy you, you probably get this question a lot, though, uh, because you're so good at, at writing songs and, and whatnot, and just really good at instrumental. And this is an album that's an instrumental album. Um, you don't see that all the time. You know, uh, is is that is there some trepidation? Is, does that get intimidating? I guess is the question I'm I'm curious about to uh, to put out a uh, um, an album that showcases your work. You know, your your skill with at music. Well, it isn't so much now. Uh, I I mean, it was never. This was never my plan, right? I didn't set out to be an instrumental musician. Uh, and I've always written songs with lyrics before in the past, but I'm not much of a singer. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I probably should have worked at that. That's always my advice to people learning to play guitar is like learn to sing too, if you want to make a career. <laughs> Even if you're not a great singer, just learn some harmonies because you could be great on the guitar, get an audition, somebody else who is not as good as you, but they can sing the harmonies they're getting a gig. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, but as far as this stuff, I, I put it out there and I think years ago, I probably just that idea of, of doing instrumental stuff kind of just, it wasn't on the radar. And I may, mm. might have been a little intimidated by the fact that people will always compare you to something or somebody else. And, you know, I know who the gods are, you know what I mean? I know, I know who the, the, <laughs> The real heroes exactly. and, and virtuosos are, and you know, I bow down to those those people the same as the you know the rest of us. Um, but it, oddly enough, I haven't been. You know, people don't say, "Well, you know, he's no Steve Vai." Like, <laughs> no kidding. But I don't get that. At least not that I know of. I haven't heard anybody really, and that's really been cool that people hear it and they know that it is its own thing, and. You know that's rewarding in itself. So kind of, it doesn't make me intimidated now. It makes me excited that I want to do more of it. Wow, oh, it's, it's 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 so so well done. I um, 
you know, when I listen, when I was listening to uh, Last Scene in Canada, um, I get uh, all the time, I don't like doing art shows. It's not one of the big things um, in my world. Uh, and that surprises a lot of people. They're, they're like, what? I thought everybody wants to do a show. <laughs> I, I really don't dislike it, but um, but I do them because it's part of the gig, you know. It's, it's something you have to do. Right. Um, but I always, and you know, with the background in nightclubs and stuff like that, I, I always think of production values, you know, with the show. Okay, well, we're gonna have to have some cool music, you know. Um, that's just how yeah, that goes yeah. to kind of help the mood along with some of these paintings, you know. Might somebody <laughs> sometimes people need that. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, but this is a great art show album. This is one you could put on and say, "There you go." <laughs> that yeah, done. There, yeah, there it is. <laughs> well, I often um, think this could be um, a lot of this stuff, um, and it's not. I don't think about it while I'm writing it necessarily, but it is in my head that I, I can picture. Because we're kind of visual as it is, right? We think of videos, mm. we think of, you know, and I, I often imagine that this stuff would uh, go well in, you know, movies and uh, oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, and I, I, it's it's not an easy gig to get into, I guess. I, I mean, it would be nice if that would uh, if that would happen, but yeah, I imagine. Well, they usually don't have a lot, a lot of money. Of big companies. <laughs> You know, they spent it all already. They usually have well, spent it all. You know, um, I'm sure you get a lot true, of. Yeah. It'll be great exposure type deals. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh yeah, I I, I have bought so many houses with exposure bucks. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man. The vacation well, I'll take with that. So you've got that big toad you've got to feed. Don't people understand? Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. That's no, he, I wanted to ask you. That's right. Hey, does he hibernate during the winter? I was curious about that the other day because Ottawa's been in the news a lot. I don't know. You might have heard, at least down here. Um, I, I guess there was some, you know, some little thing going. Anyway, it's been in the news a lot. And, of course, uh, you yeah. came to mind. Uh when I'm watching that, and of course the big toad, whose name I can't remember right now, but um, it's this big toad, ladies. There used to be a picture right on the website. Anyway, um, does he hibernate in the winter, or does since he's inside, does he just awake all the time? No, he just keeps on going. Um, I do cool down some of my my snakes, but and I have a, a local oh. toad that would hibernate, but he. He stays as long as the the heat is going and he keeps eating. Everything's cool. He doesn't need to hibernate. Um, the big one is actually he's Central American. In fact, in some places in the U.S., like Southern Florida, I believe they have been introduced. I, I'm not really sure, but they they can be really uh, a gigantic pain in the butt. Um, Oh, because yeah. they're so big, they eat everything. They're so toxic. If there are no natural predators, they just they're explosive breeders. Uh, so yeah, they're quite problematic if they end up in the wrong uh, <laughs> wrong environment. But he's he's happy here, just getting his bugs and worms and hanging out and being in videos. Yeah, doing his thing. His name is Totosaurus well, that's... Rex. That's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that's what happened. My uh, my wife got a uh, uh, an albino ball python. Not a big snake. The snake will probably get about the length of our arm. You know, if if it gets yeah. that long. I'm, I'm um, looking at one and, right now. I'm looking at 
an albino ball python. Her name is Buffy, and I'm looking at her right now. She was my first albino ball python that I ever uh, bred, so I still have her. Well, my wife did it. You know, i got to tell you, my wife sold it to me because we went to the – she was going on about she wanted a snake. I've owned a ball python before. I used to have one years, many, many years ago named Samantha with three S's. Get it, ladies and gentlemen? How lame is nice. that? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it wasn't an albino one. I don't even think, no, I didn't pay. A, a girl I was dating brought it over in a box uh, one day and said, I got you a pet. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> one of those deals. Uh, and to my, I like to believe it still lives in Las Vegas, Nevada, because I gave it to a guy <laughs> when I moved. Anyway, um, and it's, I'm hoping doing well. Anyway, she said she wanted a snake. So I'm like, okay, we'll go to the pet store. We'll go to the reptile store. We'll spend 50 bucks. And uh, get her a ball python. She's happy. Um, you know, we'll convert the fish. T- it, it'll be great. This, it's not a big, you know, buy a heat pad. This will not be that bad. So we go, and unbeknownst to me, for the last month, she had been looking at her phone about snakes. And she's like, well, let me show you this pie ball over here. You know, all this stuff. And I'm looking at the prices, and I'm like, $3,200 for a snake? Are you kidding me? Um so we started there, and because I didn't know, I didn't know she wanted the albino Paul Python, but she, she knew how how to sell me. <laughs> and, um, started me on the real expensive stuff, so I happily agreed. You know, spend the forty dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. crazy. They, they, but what a lot of people don't know about the ball pythons is that. It's, I believe it's the longest recorded living snake. So uh, they can, I have a couple that are mid forties. They can live to 50 years or more. Yeah. So a lot of people get them as like beginner pets. Yeah. They have no idea what their, the longevity is. Most reptiles are long lived, of course. So yeah. That's That's uh, awesome. That's a commitment. Well, (laughs) it absolutely, absolutely is. Yeah. Her parents, um, you know, they freaked out. They're, they're, I don't know, they're not fans. Of, they're like, well, we just don't want you to let her go in the Everglades, and she grows gigantic and eats somebody, you know. And I'm like, guys, we, the snake's gonna get. It, it isn't that type of snake, man. You don't have to worry about no, it. And number one, if yeah. you know what I spent on this, this is a painting, man. I, uh, I, <laughs> this snake is never leaving. <laughs> not for fifty years no. now. I know. Um, <laughs> No way. Anyway, I knew you were a reptile guy, and um, this doesn't surprise me uh, because you're a master guitar player, too. Not that I'm putting stereotypes out there, folks. Um, (laughs) Just uh, Jerry knows what he's doing. Yeah, well, you know, it it happens. Um, But, yeah, she said next time you, uh, you, you know, if you get down to South Florida, she wants to go to the reptile store with you. And I'm like, oh, we'll spend $3,200. We can't do that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave my credit card at home. <laughs> oh, man. Her latest thing, she wants to get some fire skinks. That's, uh, I didn't know there was oh, such yeah. a thing as a fire skink. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny book. because things, yeah, you, things kind of change in the, in the trade, you know, the stuff that was really common. Up here, I haven't even heard the name fire skink in years, but when I used to live in Florida, they were like all the rage at that time. That was 
26 years ago or something. I lived in Ocala. And right. Every, yeah, everybody wanted those then. So, yeah, that's kind of cool to hear them. Wow. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... P-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. We'll go into this, and Darren, I know you've probably experienced this before. Um, her snake is a, uh, eats the rat pups. That's, that's what it likes. And so, you know, once a week, you got to go get, um, her name's Ursula, Ursula Dinner. And uh, we go in there to spend a couple bucks to, to, to get a rat pup, you know, for Ursula and uh, bring it home and, and she eats. Um, but it's never, it sounds like a three-minute conversation, a three-minute trip in there, in and out, right? 
No. Yeah. <laughs> it's an hour and a half trip. Um, yeah. Talking about adventure. animals I have no idea about. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Well, I feel bad for the... I, I, sorry, go ahead. Finish yeah. your thought, man. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, years ago, my... my place, my business, uh, Reptile Rainforest, it used to be open to the public and it was kind of like a, a small you know, walk-through zoo um, but also yeah. I had a gift shop in the front and I sold reptiles and feeders and stuff like that and yeah, I, I know I could feel what you're saying because so many people would come in for their dozen crickets or whatever they're coming in for and it was like a, a, a social outing like we would have I was like at one point, I think I did start a reptile club because there's so many people just come and hang out and talk. Like, oh, absolutely, chilling. absolutely. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I kind of feel bad for a couple of the uh, the kids that work there at our local reptile place uh, because, you know, when we're in there spending the hour and a half getting the the rat pup, um, other people are coming in and out all the time. And, uh, but see, we're we're cool, so we're friends with everybody. So let's, you know, we kind of hang out a little bit. But um, you know, we're those people anyway. Um, man, the experts come in, and you can see them when they come in. You know, it's it's some some kid that's 22 or something, and um, you know, he'll ask a question, and they're usually a leading question, just to, well, that's true, but let me tell you what I know, you know, and then it's like, okay, we get it. We get it. You're king amphibian, you know. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's, man. it's kind of a guitar. It's a guitar thing too. I I don't know what it is. <laughs> Does that happen in the guitar world? I think so. Yeah, and you know, it's it's funny when, like, what you were just saying. This is one of my my um, social media intolerance problems that I don't understand. <laughs> like. It's really like it's. Uh, I didn't come laughing. on the show to to give you my my pet peeves, but this is the weirdest thing. If somebody tags me in a, a post, like you know, usually in the summer, locally somebody's found a snake, so they have a picture that's like a you know Bigfoot picture. It's all blurry and like, what is this? Right. And so it's, a, it's an identification thing. Like, is this going to eat my kids or whatever? And and right. like. I mean, nine times out of ten, I can still identify what it is. And if I can't, I can guarantee you I have friends who can, you know. I, I know. Right, uh, if, right. And if I can't, yeah, and if I don't know, I'm not going to say I don't know. I'm going to find out for you. Because it's something that I, I you know, I, my, my business yeah. is education, right? That's what I do. So I take it seriously. But meanwhile, I'll get tagged, and there are 70 other people guessing. And I'm like, you know, why why would you do that? If somebody posts something about plumbing, I don't know anything about plumbing. I'm not going to go, well, I think it's this. Like, why would, right. like, you know, it's, it's weird. So I don't true. know. Yeah, it why do people so have true. to? Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. But that's my, that's my gripe for the night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, social media is, is like that. It's, it's just, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm at that age. I am at that age where I have the universe really needs to reinforce my patience level daily. It seems, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I used to get so worked up, and then my, you know, my wife actually sat me down. She goes, you know, you, you're gonna have a heart attack, man. Um, you are not a human yeah. being. You need to relax, buddy. 
ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen a picture of me, I have the physique, we'll bring it back to reptiles, of a Pac-Man frog. Um, anyhow, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I pretty much am like Pac-Man, that. Pac-Man frog is the and, best. Yeah, <laughs> they don't do much, uh, but they're cool. No, anyway, they're um, cool. yeah, and I don't have a lot of patience for stuff. And she's like, so she gave me some advice. She goes, well, you know what? You don't have to contribute to every argument you're invited to. You can walk away, and it's very easy. You can scroll away on social media. And I said, you know, she's right, and I do, and it is so liberating. You know, I'll see some yeah. nonsense, and I don't need to even comment on this. This is, yeah, they're gonna burn yeah. to death. That's okay. Well, I, <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah, I don't comment on just about anything because I'm, I'm just like a, a highly sensitive person. It's very strange, but if I you know, little things will just eat at me. Yeah, I guess. Right. <laughs> that explains it. And so I just don't even engage in, in things. And, and it's, yeah, it's not that I don't, I would have no problem talking to somebody like this, like we're talking, but I just, that whole sitting there typing and, yeah, I don't know. It feels unnatural. It feels like, uh, I often said I I feel like I'm I'm looking in, a window from outside into a like a party I wasn't invited. It just seems strange and disconnected. So I just rather not to, not engage too much. Yeah. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Darren the just ir- ir- irony of that described the entire human race. <laughs> I said Darren just yeah. described how I feel about the entire human race. Um, <laughs> yes, so everything. I, yeah. uh, well, the irony of it is that like being a, an artist, being a musician, or whatever, like you kind of we're sort of forced into, uh, you know, I, I spend more time on Instagram than than anywhere else, really. Um, right. And but we're, we we kind of have to promote ourselves, even though it's like, I don't know, it feels yeah, absolutely. like you're, you're barely even getting to promote yourself. It's very strange. It's a it's a weird thing. And and um, so I, I try to do a little more YouTube now, but most of it is you know, uh, music videos, because that's what I do. So, you know, uh, I and even went on well. TikTok. Oh, well, thanks. Oh, really? I mean, you have a TikTok I do account? that myself. Darren, you have a TikTok account? You took the plunge? What's that? I said, you actually that? took oh, the, the tic- plunge and have a... Uh, yeah. Oh, it's like horrible. But, you know, I, I didn't... <laughs> I don't sit there and dance around on the... I, I think my, my little tagline says, fully clothed musician... It's because <laughs> it's like I all I do is play some guitar riffs and some goofiness and sometimes you know video my cats or something. But you know it's I I I'm not putting much effort into it. Put it that way. <laughs> that's fantastic though. My wife watches those. That's how I know about TikTok. She'll send me these funny videos and stuff, and she's like, well, and, some and of them are really funny. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I th- you know, that's she, been the thing that I've enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of weird stuff on there, but I, yeah, I don't have a TikTok account yet. Well, the thing is, this is what I tell everybody. I'm like, I don't use a phone, and everybody's like, what? How do you live in the modern world without a phone? I'm like, my wife's got a phone. What do I need a phone for? Um, That's just another bill for me. That's just, here's the reality. This is why I don't use a phone. About, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, 
digital cameras were all the rage. I spent, I think it was like, I don't know, 1700 bucks on a digital camera. And this is back when you had a hard, like, little disc you had to put in. That was your storage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, said, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah they weren't cheap. And, uh, no. and I had one, and I used to, that was back in my clubbing days, and we'd go out, and I would take pictures of, of you know, hanging out and fun pictures, you know, to post on MySpace. And uh, yeah. that was how long ago that was. And yeah. uh, invariably, I would set those down. I lost three of those, setting it down and forgetting about it. One went through the washing machine and dryer uh, in, a, in a pocket of mine. Um, and it was, you know, I started adding it up because you, you go to the store to get a new one. Well, i got to go get a new one of these. And yeah. um, it was expensive. And I kind of view phones as I know how I am. I will set it in a cup yeah. of coffee, not watching what I'm doing or something, and I'm like, yeah. they're spendy, you know? Um, oh, people drop them in toilets, uh, and they put them in the fridge. And oh, that would be me. And, yeah. That would be me. Yeah. Well, I dropped, yeah. I dropped my – I had a digital point-and-shoot camera, and I remember dropping it down the, the stairs, and that was the end of that. And then soon after, I ended up getting you know a smartphone. That was just mm. the natural progression. That's what – but – I have people laugh at me because I've got this like monstrous, you know, case for my phone, like to to, to protect it. But it's like I have dropped this thing several times this week. Like, <laughs> so I have to have this. The this technology case. in them is amazing. Um, I I see yeah. people all the time. I see independent film, and you know, and I I have people that make an indie film or whatever on the show, and we're we're, we're BSing and whatnot. Not all of them, not all of them by any means, folks. Most of the people I have on the show are using big, expensive cameras to film these. But you know what? Every so often, there's somebody who films a movie on their phone, it, and you yeah, can't yeah. tell. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm well, like, I mean, you can tell. I I think you can tell with my, my videos, but uh, they are getting better. But it's it's because I'm... I, it's the same as my music. I, I self-produce this stuff, and I have to put a lot of time and effort into getting it to sound how I want it to sound. And I mean, and it's not about perfectionism because you know how that goes. Perfectionism is you're kind of chasing your tail and nothing is ever perfect and that's just boring anyway. So I'd rather, you know, create something that I can go, yeah, this is cool. And then put it out there. And when you think about music fans, I know my fans, I don't, I mean, I don't have, um, like <laughs> Taylor Swift fans or something like that, but I do have a, a fan base, and yeah. you know they. And the thing is, I know that they would rather see something that I did that cost me twelve bucks and I put up there, than go no no it, it's got to be perfect and then they never see anything. Like that's how you lose your fans. Right. You know you want to you want to keep them engaged, keep putting stuff out, and 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 I mean we're artists, we're we're visual people, we're, we're you know, musicians, artists, whatever, we're creative people. So why would we like sit around waiting for something else? Like just make it happen, use your own creativity. And that's one of the, there's my, my preachy advice too. Um, Although this is really good advice. I spent a lot of years waiting, you know, waiting for things. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I just had, I just had a a manager or a, a, a record deal or, you know, an extra $10,000 or this piece of gear or whatever it is. And you wait and you 
like I mean, this is going back to the MySpace years, you know, uh, talking mm. about that because I that kind of brought me back, and I'm remembering that sitting there, spending hours on MySpace just looking to connect with somebody that can do something. I don't know, it, just weird right. mentality because you you don't know what else to do, and then I realized, you know, I'm wasting a lot of time, <laughs> so. I'm not wasting any more time. I, I, that's why I do these things, you know, uh, three albums in three years and something like 15 videos. It's, you know, sure, they're not huge quality productions, but it's, it's getting out there, you know, and Absolutely. I'd rather do Absolutely. that. One of the things I love about your business model is it's very similar to mine. Um, and a lot of people, you know, I get a lot of, a lot of grief from people sometimes too that, know about how it used to work in in my world the art world uh, people are like well you know you got to get into a gallery and you, you got to get a manager and blah 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 and then maybe some publications and and that's all great um but that's all you, you know you, the pie is only so big and once you start slicing it it just always seems that my part of the pie always would get smaller and yeah isn't that always the way <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, and then we, a lot of that, that mentality, that business model is what I, I don't know if anybody else has called it this, but it's what I just, cause it's just an observation. Um, I called it a car lot mentality and, you know, where people would open a car lot and they would wait for customers to walk on the lot and then they would sell them a car. That's fine. But I don't know. It seems to me I've made a lot more money bringing my product to the people direct, you know, right. without a yeah. lot of middlemen. Yeah. And it seems that you're doing the same thing. You have, I mean, we were talking about song length earlier, you know, in, in the world we live in, if somebody thinks about it, especially with music, you know, you're competing against a lot of stuff. Um, you need something that's digestible. You know, yeah. people don't have attention spans for 14-minute songs. And and now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www dot jamie rocks dot us www dot j a m i e r o x x dot us Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time.
My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Yeah, and sometimes it's, it's just a matter of like time. I mean, we all have things to do, and, right. and I, I have, uh, you know, I, I love going on YouTube and, and discovering new music and watching all kinds of, you know, time-wasting videos, but also educational stuff, too. Um, but what I do find is whenever I see something that, oh, okay, this one is like, I don't know, 
38 minutes. I'm going to save that to watch later. And I may not even get to it because it's it's a little long. Sometimes I, I, do, I watch videos that are two hours, you know, but sometimes it's like, oh, this one's only 12 minutes. I'll watch that now, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I, and I right, have... when, when people – oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, my watch later on YouTube is is probably, you know, 3,000 videos long of stuff I'm going to get You're to worse later. than I am. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I have like 300. I thought I was I was a hopeless case. Yeah. Oh, oh and it's, yeah. it's, that's the thing. You're right about the, about the pie being split. And to me, if you get all these other people that are working with you or for you or however you want to put it um, – you know, there has to be some something that they bring to help uh, increase your opportunities mm-hmm. because otherwise, this is nobody talks about this. But when you consider that you're in business, there are no guarantees. You can't make people buy your, you know, I can't right. force people to buy my CDs or my merch or whatever, um, or even go and stream it for free for that matter. But there has to be, uh, like again, some sort of opportunities to you know, get what I'm doing into in front of more people. Otherwise, like, oh, yeah. you know, where they're taking a percentage of nothing, right? it doesn't do anybody any good. Right. Right. No, it's very true. I don't mind paying people. I have no problem. Uh, I'm not cheap. I, I have no problem paying people if they've earned it. <laughs> and that's, that's my right. thing. You know, if, if, you, if you're bringing something to the table, if you're helping bring money into this machine, then great. You know, you, you'll make a lot of money. We both will. Um, if you're not, you know, I've been asked, people are like, well, you know, you use uh, agents and whatnot, right? No. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've used them in the past, paid a lot of money to learn that lesson, ladies and gentlemen. You know, okay. I'm glad it wasn't more. Well, yeah, and I'm always oh. open to, like, when I, I've been asked before if about, like these albums, for example, like what if I had, uh, you know, a, a, a label and was doing, you know, kind of doing it mm-hmm. the the more legitimate way, for example. Which nowadays I don't know if that's an appropriate term because lots of people do it themselves now. Um, doesn't mean that it's always right. good, but then again, neither is like there's a lot of stuff that isn't very good that people spend a lot of money on. But that's subjective, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess my my point being. Um, I would, uh, if the, I don't know, how would I even explain this? I would um, work with a label, work with a producer, work with, like, I would do the whole thing. Um, yes, I really, truly believe that it would be working in my best interest. And not just financially, right. but I mean, artistically more important because, um, like, if somebody else produced the, these albums, for example, they might be better. They'd be different. I can guarantee you that they wouldn't be the same because the way I do it, you know, when you're when you're doing it from home, like I've got months, you know, just to kind what? of do bits at a time and pieces. Well, and I'll go to the gym with my little fish out an idea. I, yeah, and and that's how it happens, right? You know, I have ideas and I go and I fix things and all that, but. You know, the other way of doing it is like, here's the demo, go in, record it, producer alters things and makes suggestions and that kind of thing, which is, is all good. But like I said, it would be different. It wouldn't be the same product. doesn't mean I yeah, wouldn't be absolutely. happy with it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, especially young people that don't maybe aren't as seasoned yet, haven't learned all these expensive lessons that we have. Um, and, and boy, is education expensive, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you right now, here's a free tip. And here's somebody who's been in the business a long time. Um, it isn't always, you know, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, Darren. I, the, the music, musicians I've known, it isn't always the best thing to go out and get a record deal. You know, they, they all want that because they've been kind of, that's the mythology. You know, I get a record deal and I'm going to cool clubs and dating models and flying around on planes. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't realize you got to pay that money back. Yeah, they're <laughs> paying I don't for it. That, yeah. yeah, that big part of that escapes the mythology, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I would recommend, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a mild-mannered librarian by day, so I'm always recommending books. And Noel Monk's book called Run with the Devil, which is about the Van Halen story, you know, mm. pre Sammy Hagar and and their rise to fame and uh yeah, read that and you know, then you'll have an idea of how labels work versus bands. <laughs> and right. yeah, it is if, they, if you don't have the right people in your corner really willing to go to bat for you, you're uh yeah, it's not a good ride. And no. Yeah, and and of course you can say, oh, that was like late seventies, early seven, early early eighties, that kind of thing. But <laughs> no, things the, the sharks are still swimming in the waters. They're just different waters, I think. Like um, right now, there's a, a not to gripe or anything, but this is something that I think is important to talk about because, like you said, there are a lot of young people who are, you know, they want it. They want the same, like like I just said about my days on MySpace, going like just. Like my eyes were tired. I was just looking through, like trying to make connections, and it's uh, right. and you just you want that something. Like you, it's like you're you're treading water, and you want somebody to throw you a some sort of a flotation device. And the, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians are like that, and they have stars in their eyes, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you really have to consider when you see people online who. Uh, have their YouTube channel or whatever, and and they're, you know, they want to manage bands or they want to do this and that, and they always have these, <laughs> like they have good advice a lot of times, and they they're personable, and some of them are like legit, but a lot of them they they have some sort of a a course or you can pay them for something or other, mm-hmm. and and but here here's the little uh, you know sort of disclaimer is that you know you can get your money back. But you also have to know that you need to put the work in or it's not going to work. And if your music isn't good enough, it's not going to work. So right away, you know, the temperamental artist already feels the pressure of their, you know, um, I don't know what is that imposter syndrome or what, but they already feel like, oh, there's no way I'm going to get my money back because I'll I'll feel like a failure. (laughs) So it's, uh, yeah, like I said, those those sharks are still out there. Yeah, now they're on online. Um, so nothing wrong with investing in yourself, but uh, just yeah, do it wisely. Take your time. Don't rush into anything. You know, and the, the one thing I don't know about you, I always get emails. I get emails that say like uh, clock ticking, last chance, act now. All these like 
those are the first ones I delete because I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm I'm not rushing into anything. Yeah, me yeah, too. In the art world, pressured. it's um, it's these books. It'll always be somewhere from some big mega city, mecca city, you know, uh, New York or something, L.A., wherever, London, um, Toronto, and uh, yeah, they're like, oh, we're, we're publishing the our, our our top artists of whatever year it is, and uh, you've been selected, you know, and it it makes you feel all you're like, <laughs> yeah. wow, people are looking at me, they they like what I'm saying they're, they're digging my stuff you know um yep so we just need three hundred dollars to submit this so we can get the high-res <laughs> images taken of the artwork and uh, and i'm like well wait i just talked to a guy who makes movies on his phone i i think his phone i bet my wife's phone will take a high-res image <laughs> so yeah i got yeah. you covered if you need it no we have a photographer it's the, through the publisher you know and it once you start breaking yeah. it down, it, they just want the 300 bucks, man. There's no book. You're never going to hear from these people. Um, yeah, it yeah. It's a scam, you know. Yeah, um, of course. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, you learn that. You know, you learn that. I've never gotten taken by any of that. Thank God. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. But no. It, uh, it always amazes some me. Some of them are pretty good. And stuff. Oh, yeah. Some are real legit, man. They'll, uh, yeah. They'll sell you good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, but after a while, you start to, you can kind of sniff out the BS pretty quick after you've seen enough of them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why, exactly why I say if you're not sure, don't rush into anything. Like, don't, don't send money or anything like that until, you know, and if you can't get somebody on the phone, you know, who wants money what? from you, then I don't know. That's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we've been sitting here talking and 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 chewing the fat for a minute. Um, and it it that's great, that's fine. Because Darren, I could talk to you for hours and hours, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, like you know, time, you're just yeah. one of those cool people. <laughs> but we've got an entire album, Last Scene in Canada, queued up here. We got to play a couple tracks, you know, just to uh, yeah. legitimize our podcast here. Um, I've got the whole album queued up uh the only actually i take it back i have nine of the tracks queued up for some reason i'm looking here going where's the ending credits track number 10 um it's not queued up so we've got the first nine tracks <laughs> what should we play for everybody oh that's a good question i'm the worst person to ask that question you could play the title track that would be at least a starting point that's a great track. This is a fantastic track, folks. It is the title track. It's track number five. This is Last Scene in Canada. Check this out. This is, you're going to be blown away. I'm telling you, this whole album is great start to finish. This is a, a very good track. Here it is. <laughs>
track, ladies and gentlemen, Darren Michael Boyd. That was Last Seen in Canada, the title track of the brand new album, Last Seen in Canada. Now, Darren, I wanted to ask you, I know this is on Spotify, because I've been playing it on Spotify. It's out everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, pretty much anywhere you'll stream or find music, it, it should be there. Nice, nice. And we also have links, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, DarrenBoyd.com, which is uh, Darren's website. Uh, also, we have a link tree because Darren's very smart. And I don't know why every <laughs> artist, musician, filmmaker, um, baker, whatever, doesn't have a link tree with, you know, it's just smart to you. Um, you you I need to click on that updated. link tree link. <laughs> yeah, that's what all this stuff, you know, that's one of the problems with social media, for me at least. Maybe I'm just old. Maybe I need to get a phone. Um, <laughs> it would probably be a lot easier. Uh, it's updating everything. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. It is. I do my it's, blog yeah, in the morning. I, I shouldn't even say this, but I do my blog in the morning, and then I, like, walk away from the computer for, I don't know, I try to do the rest of the day. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, because really, I I think that's that's the thing. Like, there's always something that keeps you on their platform and keeps you, uh, you know, updating and stuff. I saw somebody else's link tree, you know, on Instagram last week or something, and they have um, stuff. They have like headlines, so it's like uh, or subheads or whatever. So they're like in different categories. And I thought, wow, that oh, wow. really looks nice. And then you can go, but I, I can't find it on mine, so maybe it's I need an update or something. But I, you know, again, it's one of those things where, and that's a, that to me, that's a legitimate improvement because people can glance at it and go, this is what I want right away, you know. Right, and get to where they want to get to. That, that's the, the yeah. key right there, you know. Um, I, my wife, man, she looked, I remember a couple of years ago, she looked at my website and I had all kinds of shit going on, <laughs> you know, stuff bouncing around and it looked really cool. Um, I thought, and she's like, oh, you're such an old man. She goes, would you take all that stuff off of there and just put the direct stuff you need? And uh, I'm like, really? It's going to look kind of dull. She goes, just trust me. And then I'm yeah. looking at the stats, you know. And that I'm like, wow, I'm getting all this click through. <laughs> she goes, yeah, because people can find it. It's not hidden with all that stuff. You know, what's yeah, wrong with you? Yeah. And I keep, you know, but, I, I've sort of had the same problem where I, I really know that I need to um, uh, streamline things sometimes, you know, where I just kind of, you know, I put everything in, <laughs> like, put everything right. on one page and, and at one Your point I was doing it, I'm like, hey, they're different fonts. Why are there different fonts on here? This is not like, – unless it's your logo or something, right? It's just uh, – yeah. I'm so. telling you, and it's funny. Your website's great. You go on the About uh, Me, uh, uh, com, ladies and gentlemen, the title of the page. You know, this is, this is a, you know, an About page. It, it gives, explains who Darren is and his background and whatnot. Right at the top, who is this weirdo? <laughs> I love it. I'm like, oh, I got to steal it. I got to steal it. Well, because I'm thinking, like, who people, I mean, not most people don't know who I am, right? They're, again, I have a fan base and that. But, I mean, generally speaking, a lot of people stumbling on it are going to be people who are asking that exact question. Who, like, 
And I have a funny Man. story. I don't think I told you this, but there is um, a British actor by the name of Darren Boyd. And, mm. uh, you know, he's like reasonably well-known, uh, you know, not a household name, but... Um, and that's why I, like, way early on got the domain for DarrenBoy.com. Should have got dot, dot .uk, but whatever. And anyway, the funny thing <laughs> is somebody sent me a, an email um, asking for an autographed photo, like, way back. And I'm like, why? And, but then I realized it's like a dot .uk um, email address. And I'm thinking, oh. they went to my website found my contact, sent me an email, and I'm like, what about my entire website makes you think that I'm that guy? (laughs) And I was like, should I send it? Should I just freak this person out? Here's an autographed photo. They're like, what? I'm telling you, man. Your website's great, and I I don't know. I'm looking at this this photo on the About page right here that's, I guess, Sharon. I don't know her last name. I can't see it really. from where I'm sitting right now. That's a great picture. When I was a kid, this is a long time ago, you got to understand, Darren, I could see that being on some teen girl's wall. That's a hot photo, oh, man. Sharon Tchaikovsky. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, that was a, I think that's a Creeping Beauty photo, so I got like blood on me and everything too, so it looks even, like it's shaded, so it's hard to really tell, but yeah, if you look close. It's even more rock and eerie. But that's what I, you know, that's, kind of the thing. I mean, when I was a kid, I had Kiss and Alice Cooper on my, like, those are my superheroes, right? They were all over my wall. And, right. Um, you know, so it's show business. <laughs> you want to get people oh, something. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let's play another quick track. Um, what should we do now? We've got, we've got all these great ones. Spider Jewel, Melting Beneath the Moon. Spider Jewel. Premature Spider Ectoplasm. Spider yeah, Jewel? Spider Jewel it is. Yeah, Spider Jewel is. Yeah, and see if anybody can guess what that's about. Because <laughs> they won't. Nobody will ever guess it. <laughs> Here it is, folks. Listen hard.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Anyhow, I wanted to ask you, um, is the contest still going on for the track Spider Jewel? Or has it been closed? Oh, you know, uh, well, I never officially closed anything. Um, on, I, nice. yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll update the post or pin it or something. But, see, I have a Facebook page for Darren Michael Boyd. Um, but I don't really use it that much, mostly because, you know, you post things and nobody sees it. Uh, however, I do have a Facebook group, which is called Darren Michael Boyd's Little Toads. So if you go to the group, oh. that's where things are interesting because, uh, hey, it's free to join. And people actually see what I'm posting and they can, you know, there's far more interaction and it's a lot more, uh, yeah, it's nice. much cooler. Um, so the the contest, yeah, I can I, I can see if I can find that and repost it or something. I so, will be blasting oh yeah, so that uh, group out, ladies and gentlemen. I, yeah. That will be yeah, added should. to everything so people can get to it. Yeah, I should tell. Yeah, because I don't think we told them what the what the contest is actually. No, 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 um, no. Mention Spider. It. Yeah, Spider Jewel is uh, the title of the, that song that you just heard, and I'm trying to find out if anybody can guess what the inspiration of that song, the song title, is. And no. uh, I don't know. Should I give a hint? Because it's really nobody's come even close. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. The, the hint is on Instagram. That's that's your hint. Ah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Um, just to point out, there are seven billion other things on Instagram too. So have fun reading <laughs> through that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, when you're on Instagram. You know, uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. Say hi. Um, may as well do that. We'll, we'll have fun. Absolutely. There, there it is. I can be, I can be dry. cares about his, uh, his fans and whatnot. You will talk to them. He'll interact with them. He'll, you know, you're part of the family there. He'll, if you go to Ottawa, he'll probably put you to work, you know, cleaning paints or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Somebody's got to the counter. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's... <laughs> there's a couple. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's great. That is great. Well, yeah, we will definitely add the uh, the link. Cause we have a to the Facebook page. We have that link also. But let's add the group. That will happen as soon as the show's done. And uh, we'll update all that. So you'll just be able to click right to it and join. How about that? How about that? Perfect. Very, very cool. Well, let's play. Um, I know we're going a little long because we were, you know, BSing about stuff and whatnot, but that's okay. Um, I've got nowhere to be. Uh, yeah, Darren's like, you know, I'm on an international call right now, Jamie. Come on, let's move it along. Let's move it along. Um, I get it. That's all. All, hey, all, the of, uh, all the people who are gonna, all the people listening who are gonna, you know, buy the CD and stream the music and everything and subscribe to my YouTube channel. It'll make it all worthwhile. Not that absolutely I'm, you know, hinting or anything. You know, it's just... <laughs> no, no, no. And Darren is very good at videos, too. He has some fantastic videos. I'm a video addict. I love YouTube. YouTube, I'm on YouTube more than I am on uh, Facebook or anything, really. Um, just oh, yeah. I like yeah. the content. Um, what should we play next? Uh, we've got a oh. – let's do another one before we wrap things up. Okay. That's a good question. Uh, 
Maybe there goes the world. That's that's a punchy little number. It's the opening <laughs> track of that. <laughs> it's so fitting. Um, or any yep. day, oh my god. Here we go, folks. This is Darren Michael Boyd. There goes the world. I like this track. That's a real hooky. Here it is. Just so uh, memorable, you know. Uh, just very. I, 
one of my favorite tracks on the album. I can't say that because okay. I like a lot of them. Um, we wouldn't play it tonight, <laughs> yeah. but folks, you got to check them all out. Uh, check out that Amphibian Rhapsody, man. That's a strong track, too. I like that. Um, very, very cool. But one of the things I also love about your uh, your music is, is cool titles. Cool ti- I have a whole um, – people are always like, you know, when you title a painting, how do you come up with it? I have a whole book here. I have several just – books okay. of, of handwritten titles I have written down. I'll hear it something somewhere or something just random. that's a cool title and I'll write it down. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes this will surprise a lot of my collectors probably. I will have the title before I come up with the painting. <laughs> I'll go through yeah. and go, Oh, here we go. Let's do this. Yeah. Um yeah. you I do cool titles sort of for your similar it's similar for me. I do uh you know, in my phone, I have, like, my little notes, and sometimes things turn into lyrics, but in this case, obviously not. Um, but, yeah, titles, even if it's just a word, it's not even – it's just that might inspire a title, or you hear something, just like you said, I'll write it down. I don't necessarily – I don't write from the title, but sometimes I'll be writing something and go, that's the title. You just know you've already come up with it, and, yeah, and, it's, and it fits. It's perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, this is a great album, and I want everybody to go out and check it out. Um, you know, buy it. How about that? How about that? This is one of those cool albums, too, if you're in your car a lot. If, you know, I don't know if you have a long drive or something. I know that a lot of people are like, yeah, it sucks right now with the gas prices. And you're right, it does. Um, <laughs> but this is, you know, if you're in your car for any amount of time, this is a great album to uh, play whilst driving. It's just really cool and uh, I really like it. I, and I, I think you it's good to start to finish. It's one of those albums. You're not going to be oh, skipping over you. tracks. And yeah, I think that's, cool. I appreciate that's good that. work. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to ask real quick uh, before, we, you know, before we wrap things up, what's coming next? You hinted in the first minute or so of the, uh, the show here. Uh, that you were thinking about the next oh, yeah. album. It's obviously, uh, yeah. the gears are turning. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I, I kind of have this thing where it's right close to Halloween when I usually put out the new release. Um, mm. So I'm already working on it. Um, really excited about where this one's going. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah, it's it's going to be going to be like just pulling out all the stops. This one is, is going to be really exciting um, in every way. Of course, like one, the artwork is going to be killer. The whole thing is going to be just because, I mean, when you get a CD, that's one of the things, you know, I realize oh, I, yeah, I actually, this stuff. Is crazy. I actually sell CDs more than even digital. Uh, and I think part of that is because, I recognize the fact that it's merch, right? It's like people don't need to mm. buy a CD, but if they like the artist, they want to support them, and they want to have something, a piece of that that's cool, then they buy the CD because they like the, you know, to read everything on there. And yeah, so that, that's that's an important part of the project. Um, yeah, uh, working on some shows for the summer. I hope all of those happen. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I you know, and the other thing is I put out Solitary Green Witch is the newest video that's from this album. And then I did something weird because you know, nobody told me I couldn't. I put out um a video from 
the previous album, but I just put it out like I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. So if you go to my YouTube channel, oh. you'll find that video too. It's a brand new one, and it's kind of it's almost a, as much of a lyric video as possible with no lyrics. <laughs> so it, it's super creepy. It's really chilling and very creepy. So um, yeah, I you're would speaking my language, man. You're speaking yeah, my yeah. language. I love it. I love it. You know, it's that's right up. And as a matter of fact, a lot of people, um, you know, that listen to the show know that uh, when I'm doing the post production, I always play a video like on my social media and whatnot. Uh, well, usually Facebook or Twitter, but not so much Instagram because you can't post that much stuff on Instagram. I have to save my Instagram posts. Um, you can only do so many a day, according to my oh, expert, yeah. the wife, my wife. You know, I I don't know. <laughs> she could have. Maybe she's wrong on that. I just. I'm well trained. I she says something and I say yes. That's uh, how that works, and uh, it seems to work pretty well. They do it. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, which I wrote an, an interview many many years ago with uh, Steve Tyler from Aerosmith, and uh, somebody had asked me, he's like, "How do you keep your wife happy?" And he goes, "Keep your mouth shut and your checkbook open. You'll be fine." And I'm like. <laughs> Pretty good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a couple of slides to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he has a bigger checkbook than both of us. But <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I'm sure she's, his wife probably has more shoes than mine. Although, I, I don't mm. know. My, my wife's big thing is makeup. Oh, There's probably $50,000 in her makeup. She has a makeup room. <laughs> let me put it that way. You know, the whole room. You walk in there, it's like a store, like a retail store. Anyhow, anyhow, I, I'm getting uh, on a team. Dear and Michael Boyd, the name of the album, Last Seen in Canada. Check it out. Check out the previous two albums, too. That's the thing, folks. If you find an artist you dig and you dig in what they're doing, I'm, and Darren's one of those people. Go to his YouTube page because you'll spend the next, you know, four hours going through all the videos he's put out and everything. <laughs> and it's a pleasant experience. Put that on, you know, where it just plays them. And uh, very cool. <laughs> very, very. Been down in the studio here many times, Darren, many times. We like yeah. the videos here. Yeah. Uh, awesome. yeah. Very cool. Well, hey, um, you know, you mentioned it'll be towards Halloween. I'm going to have you back on the show then. You know, as soon as you're ready. Yeah. And uh, absolutely, I can't wait. I yeah, cannot wait. Very cool, yeah. oh. folks. We're gonna wrap things up. Um, I know we went a little long, but you know, hey, that's okay. That is okay. Darren's fascinating to talk to. This episode's gonna be converted to a podcast. We're gonna put uh, push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. The big uh, count being tracked. We're on 578 different podcasting platforms. That's the last number I heard uh, or read. And uh, that blows my mind because I really have no idea that there was that many out there. I'm glad that people are listening to it. (laughs) You know, somebody said, yeah, you're on owl podcasting. I'm like, what the heck is owl podcasting? But you know what? We love them because people are listening. Um, I'm a big fan of owl podcasting. I don't know what it is or where it's from, but that's cool. Also, uh, for those, uh, the new little game, I guess, we're having now, Germany is still in uh, second place, folks. U.S. is number one. Canada, you know, 
we have a great Canadian artist on tonight. That's all I'm saying. But you're in fifth place. You got to work on that, folks. Got to work on it. UK, you're in third. Um, you know, and how you can move your country up in the ratings of the Jamie Rocks uh, podcast here is just you know share the share the podcast. Get a couple of your friends to listen. How about that? And uh, it'll all work out great. Um, and you'll get the, the pleasure of seeing the whatever country you're on in the, their top rating. Anyhow, yeah, like that. Uh, there we go. We will be back. Uh, we back tomorrow? No, 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 we're not. We're back Monday. Hey, very cool movie. Uh, we have a director. He is also the manager of a band called Placebo. Uh, you might have heard of. Uh, fantastic. Uh, he just directed a movie. And this is, uh, it's a comedy movie, uh, and there's crime and whatnot. This is a fascinating story, and it's based on a true story that happened to him when he was a young buck way back in, I think it was like 1981 or something. He lived in Dundee, Scotland, and, you know, he was trying to impress a girl. He was running discos and stuff, um, hustling, <laughs> pulling scams, you know, like you do when you're young. And he actually got, he booked Iron Maiden to play in Dundee, Scotland. And, you know, semi-truck showed up with the band and everything, and they put on a show. And the whole movie is about, uh, and he owed a lot of people money. And anyway, I don't want to give anything away. He is going to be on the show. Uh, I believe he's calling in from Bangkok on uh, Monday. So tune in for that. It's fascinating. you got to see this movie. It's called Schemers. It's really, really cool. Oh, good. Huh. Anyhow, we will see you then. Have a great weekend, everybody. And, uh, hey, if you happen to be in the Ottawa area and you're looking for a snake, also message Darren Michael Boyd because he can probably hook you up. Or if you just want to know more about a snake. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't, don't. Um, <laughs> Darren, we love you down here. Keep doing what you're doing, man. We love your work. It's phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Awesome. And thanks for having me again. It's always a blast. Oh, always a blast. Any time. I'd have you on once a week if we could. Uh, very, very <laughs> cool. I don't know what we talk. Yeah. We'd find something to talk about, I'm telling you. Yeah, this, this time we we'll just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Darren and Jamie show. I like it. I think it's got legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this. Let me try to get some sponsors and we'll be in business. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody, have a good weekend. Hey, remember the world's still weird? Be patient with people. Don't be that guy. You know, don't wind up in a YouTube Karen video. That's all I'm saying. You don't want that attention. Be nice. Thanks, Darren. You rock. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. We'll see everybody soon. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.